right, buddy. What's your New Year's resolution? My resolution is to not not to bang waitresses anymore. Is there a story behind this? No, it just sounds good. <laughs> Maybe mine should be to bang the waitresses that you don't bang. You know, all the all the traveling I've done in the last ten years, most people think that I've got like a waitress in every city. And I'm like You don't? That's like more energy than I have to expend. I still have to work, you know. <laughs> See, my my original thought was to marry your mom and then become your stepdad for my resolution. Well, unfortunately, uh, she just got engaged, so you missed out again. Son of a bitch! So now mine is going to have to be to find the guy, hunt down the guy that she married or is going to marry and make him disappear. Well, he's 81, you know, so just, just let nature take his course. Son of a bitch. I know. I know. Got any, like, great New Year's stories for uh, you to share? Oh, God, I... Did I ever tell you my uh, the salesman having to sleep in the farmhouse story? Yeah. Okay, you got that one? All right. Yeah, we got that one. <clears throat> you were there at the dinner. Was it you, me, Chavez, and and the skank from lacrosse that where a waitress spilled an entire tray of drinks all over a chick that was wearing this really fancy party dress, and then she was also drunk off her ass, and they had they all got thrown out of Buzzard Billy's? No, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I, maybe that was just, just the Mexican that night. I don't remember that one. That one sounds like a winner. <laughs> well, she she had pretty much, like, stumbled in with this other group of people, and they were not wearing the kind of attire that she was by any means. I mean, it was like this weird, cult, like, multicolored sequined mini dress or whatever and she had stuff popping out everywhere and this waitress came over with all their drinks and, and just dumped them all down the, the front of her dress and I'm not totally sure it wasn't on purpose because this was you know pre-Karen days but if she was being like a total Karen like flapping the table she was wearing a tiara too so I don't know maybe it, it was her birthday yeah she must have been a birthday or a bachelorette party well, it was it was like, I think it was supposed to be like two or three couples or something, but they were oh, not right. not terribly thrilled with her. Well, maybe she was the uh, the unofficial like odd one out, like she didn't have a date, so she had to make it extra special just for her with the tiara. So she went full Karen, and everybody yeah. else was with it. I know I used to end up DJing from like 6 o'clock in the afternoon or in the evening until like 6 the next morning and the only way that I was that I could figure out when to actually finally call bar time was when everybody was drinking water and it's just like the to all the toilets were backed up and like the bar was the bar was like more or less no longer functional <laughs> I still remember like you know, you know those bars and stuff there'd always be at least one stall that was out of order and people would still piss in it you know it'd all be yeah. pulled off of toilet paper and they'd still piss in it or they just move over to the sink and piss in the sink I remember many yep. times that brothers close to bar time where you know there'd be a line in the men's room and guys would just piss in the sink and I'm like you know what oh yeah and you just wash my hands and... 
Yeah, I mean, after a while, you just kind of assumed that it was, like, the normal thing to do. You yeah. just, or if you saw a door that had, like, the hinges kicked off, it was either, like, some guy was just being a jerk or some guy really had to shit that bad. <laughs> like, or couldn't be... was in there shitting, and they're like, ah, oh, we're gonna get this guy. Or just, you, like, couldn't be bothered. He was so, bit, like, had to shit that bad that he just, like, kicked the door right off the hinges and just squatted and power shit. So maybe you brought a big girl in there to have sex with her and all that weight thrown around, you know, shook it off the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you, well, there was the one time down there where I know there was, I know for a fact because I walked in where the line was, where there was one girl, and she'd been known to do this before, apparently at other bars, and she, um, I don't know if it was a resolution, but she decided she was going to bang as many players from the football team as she could. Okay. And I don't know how many she had been through that night, but, yeah, there was a line. I always thought stuff like that was just stories that other guys tell to each other. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not Well, not this one, anyway. I don't know about the other ones. And then there was the night where I think it was like the – wrestling team or rugby team probably the rugby team that decided they were all going to shit in the same toilet and not flush it oh god, oh, god. <laughs> yeah it was like a it was it kind of reminded me of the piles of sand that we got at the sandcastle building thing oh, Jesus. it was just oh. yeah I don't know who the last one was or when they decided that they they were done uh, you no, know, you think rugby players probably have regular blood in their stool. You know, it's just from all the, the physical abuse. The rug, rugby players and the wrestlers were generally the better bouncers when we hired them because they would just make someone cry. <clears throat> well, that they know how to physically take down a person with minimal effort. Yeah, and I mean, we hired a lot of the UWL football team because at the time they worked for like minimum wage and free beer. Oh, yeah. And then we had to change it to minimum wage and free beer on your nights off after after a while because it, we had too many bouncers that actually decided that they wanted to punch out for a while after a fight and then go finish it. Oh, for Christ. After they, after they escorted people out. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta think of a... Apparently you need to watch Roadhouse again. Oh, that happened. Roadhouse was played on the big screen, the projection projection screen, um, at sneakers back in the day several times while, you know, everybody was kind of getting ready for one of those kind of nights. Um, St. Patrick's Day. And that was St. Patrick's Day, I remember, was the night when I did the green beer and Lucky Charms thing. What was that bit? I think, I thought the buzz was there, long live the buzz. Um, I don't. I didn't always get to do all those events. It was usually uh, Pyro. Yeah, yeah. He was the nighttime guy, so usually he did most of those. I was usually back at the studio running the board for the jackass. And he, yeah, he did those until he got too shit faced once, and George called the station and complained. Yeah. And then it, then it was uh, Joe, Jojo, uh, name oh. Uh, Joe, he was a, the name of, he took the name of a NASCAR team owner and a football coach. I can't oh, remember his name. Oh, yeah. Um, his real last name is Metalman. Well, we but, can't say that. 
Well, they won't figure it out. He hasn't done anything in a long time. But anyway, I know what you're talking about because he was in the morning show with Audrey. Yeah, and then, yeah, he and Audrey did the remote. And then he, I think, got tired of Audrey hitting on him. Or, I'm not sure, maybe she got tired of him and she moved to me. And that's when things got real weird. And Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the second time that I was informed that there was a way for me to get a job at the Buzz. <clears throat> oh, God. Or a radio job in general. The first one I got was at that Conclave thing. And a lady from a station that was in, like, Cincinnati or something said that she would give me a job if we'd go up to her room and I would, you know. Give her the business. Yeah, I would think, Give like, you know, for, like, New York City or Miami or L.A., I would do it, but not for Cincinnati. No, I mean, was she decent looking? Yeah, she was, actually. It just hammered. And actually, at the time, we were trying to figure out where the hell Matt Casey went. We were supposed to... We had been informed by his girlfriend that we should probably keep an eye on him. And I knew this already from him being a total drunk ass, but... um that was the night of the, he went to a strip club and may or may not have gone home with a guy or girl that wasn't a girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> we even talked about it on the air. God, I tried to block out most of Matt Casey. I think we called it his, uh, his experience of the other kind. Christ. <laughs> I know that that night, I think that was the night that there was a party in my room and I was hammered to the point. I mean, for people that haven't been there, Conclave is, I mean, there's people popping beers during the first classes and stuff like that. I mean, it's encouraged. But I was so drunk in our room that I was passed out and there was a party in our room that I did not participate in and do not remember. Yeah, I a lot of those conferences, it's just like, what are they actually spending money on? You know, what what good is this? I mean, what, like, the people paying for all this shit, what are they getting out of it? It's schmoozing and booze and, you know, if you're supposed to, like, you know, Fish and I had the room together. And actually, as a fact of the first night, he, he was actually the first one that really told me that I snore like I'm a freaking chainsaw. Like, he actually at one point threw something at me, and I woke up, like, ready to fight. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And um, But Fish and I actually went to the majority of the classes. I mean, we were hungover, but we still made it to the early ones and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, there were these showcases with bands that were just god-awful that, you know, were, this was like their big, their big shot at getting a break. And then there was one at the fine line where we ran into this executive from a record company I think it's like Roadrunner or something a metal place and he got a shit based on Green Belt beer but you know it was free and we weren't going to turn it down <clears throat> that was when Fish and I ended up wandering around downtown trying to figure out where the hell our hotel was oh Jesus yeah it was like snowing and I don't know almost about this time of year it was in the winter but... which city were you in? Minneapolis, that's where it is every oh. year. There's there's one room that everybody knows about that you kind of everybody likes to kinda of hush hush, but there's a 
they start an underground radio station. There's a guy every year that goes there and brings his broadcast equipment and shoves an antenna out a window. Oh, Christ, really? Or, like, sticks it to a window. Yeah, and it's like a pirate radio station where you can sign up. They had, like, a... This was pre-text. Or, I mean, maybe they existed then, but... Um, they had kind of a sign-up that went around for you could get like an hour on the pirate radio station, and that was also the the cocaine room too. Oh, I was gonna say when you started start talking about secret rooms, like is that where the uh, Peruvian snow was? Yeah, there was a lot of that flying around, but that was I didn't indulge. Just you know. I guess the only the only reason I can fathom to do cocaine, and from what I understand, is that you can just keep on drinking more. Oh yeah, it keeps you awake and stimulated. What's the Shriners Convention like? I don't know. Maybe back in the day it was like that, but these days, I mean, the average age is like seventy something. Granted, there's Ooh. lots of drinking, but so enough. the whoring days are over because you know now everybody brings their wives. Well. I mean, what if you were to find a hot Shrinerette that was like 70 and rich? Oh, Jesus. That, oh, I'm going to puke in my mouth. Don't even go there. I, what, oh. if she could take, what if she could take her teeth out? <laughs> it's not even funny, dude. God, uh, just, I, I'm already smelling mothballs. Just stop. Just stop. What if she put you in the will? Uh, I don't know. I'm not above it. I will say that right now. <clears throat> I, I'd have to see a lot of proof of like investment first. You don't get to this glamorous place in life, life that I'm in right now by not taking chances. Oh, no. I know. <laughs> You're living life to the fullest. 